0: your boy, Coach Fred, coming at you with the dark side of your authenticity. You know, every single Wednesday, I come at you with this episode, but I missed out on yesterday because coaching calls, man. So unfortunately, I'm dropping it on Thursday, but that's what happens. That's what happens. You get busy in the business and things happen. So today's episode might be a little short, but you know what? I'm going to talk about um, um, my shortcomings and my pitfalls because that's what I do on my Wednesday episodes. My Wednesday episodes are the opposite of the Monday challenges of the week. So let me clear the picture for you. This Monday, I had an episode called The Authentic Positive Mindset. Okay, The Authentic Positive Mindset. Every single Monday, I give a challenge to my audience that, um, uh, and it really goes to my Facebook, um, my Facebook group, my private Facebook group, click the link in the description of this episode. But I challenge my audience every single Monday with something at the beginning of the week. And then on Wednesdays, I give you where I messed up with that exact challenge in my life. And I give you the bad and the ugly of where I fucked up. So this Monday, the challenge was called the Change Your Beliefs Challenge. And the Change Your Beliefs Challenge is a powerful episode. I want you to make sure that you go check it out. i got to find it here on my laptop so I can give you the right uh, number of the episode. But I want you to go check it out, um, the Change Your Beliefs Challenge Because the episode is powerful. It talks about how you can change. I don't talk about how many days to to create a habit. I'm not that guy. I think things are much simpler than that. I think people overthink things. If I told you that you could could break a habit in one day or 21 days, all you're going to listen to me is how many days it takes to break the habit. And you're going to believe whatever I tell you. And this happens with all humans. You're going to literally believe what I tell you. It doesn't take 21 days to break a habit. Scientists might have proven that it takes that long with X amount of people. But really, all you need to break a habit is to change your your mindset. And to believe that you can do it by just starting today. And repeating that action. That's all you need. So that episode goes, it dives deep into that. And it talks about how you can literally become a brand new person by challenging your own set of beliefs so that you can change. And the hardest part about that is people don't want to challenge their set of beliefs. They want to feel like they know it all. They want to feel like based on what they've gone through that, you know, uh, and whatever works for them, that that works and that's it. That's the end all be all. And whenever that is challenged, people have a hard time. They have a hard time changing. And I was one of those people. So I'm going to really break this down for you. In that episode, I talked about two concepts of learning. Two concepts of learning. There's fear-based learning, okay, number one. And then there's confidence-based learning. And basically... The difference between the two are subtleties. And it almost goes down to really just ver- uh, verbiage. So let me tell you those two right now. Fear-based learning is, goes like this. Number one, change equals risk. I want you to listen to these words. Number one, change equals risk. Number two, risk equals scary. Number three, scary equals fear. Number four, fear equals insecurity. That's fear-based learning. Fear-based learning. Because change is a risk to most people. Literally, all change is is you're just doing something different to see if you can get a different result. So that's not a risk. A change really is just it's just something new. And if you constantly see change as being risky, you are going to be fearful of the outcome that you just absolutely have no control over. And it's gonna feel and scary it just invokes fear. And so fear just promotes insecurity and it's just like a snowball, you know. It's just something that you can't get out of the way of. So I'm going to say it again. Fear-based learning is, number one, change equals risk. Number two, risk equals something scary. Number three, something scary equals fear. Number four, fear equals insecurity. So then ultimately what ends up happening with fear-based learning is you've been programmed to run away from fear. You've been programmed to run away from fear. Every time you see something that looks indifferent or that you don't have enough info on you run away from it and that's all fear really is fear is you just don't have enough information on it you don't know enough about it you have no confidence in trying to attack that so you run away from it and you go into this flight or fight like moment with everything (laughs) do you know 99 percent of the fight or flight moments that you actually have are like just mental and that was where i had to learn myself in 2015, when I decided to just become an entrepreneur is that a lot of this is just internal mental battles, you know, and, you, and, and it's because of the way I was living. I was living check to check. So I was constantly in survival mode. So everything was fight or flight. It was literally like I was in fear-based and I had fear-based learning. Like it was constant bombardment of survival mode. It was like I was stuck. I was literally stuck. And the worst part about that was that I was prideful. I thought I knew everything. I was fucking closed-minded. And so it's very easy for a person to be in that forum to really not get out of their own way. Because they look at themselves as a victim. It's very hard for them to see themselves becoming victorious. Because all they can focus on is all the losses where they fall short. And it legit comes from the fact that they're just not willing to open up their mind to a different set of circumstances they're not literally able to shift their focus and the way that i break down shifting focus is real easy we're all playing the same game i want you to pretend like this is a baseball game and we're all at a baseball game well some people are sitting at the 300 level that's where all the fear-based learners are sitting at the 300 level like 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 they're looking at it like oh my god i'm so far from the game and they just can't imagine how this game from 300 level could get uh, be a better experience they can't see it but the same game the same experience you could be sitting down by the dugout (laughs) you would get a much better experience a completely different experience at the same game you get what i'm saying so a lot of us are playing the same game we just have the we have to shift our perspective from upper deck to behind home plate And if you want to get better, hell, maybe you could sit in a skybox. They're all just different experiences, but you got to shift your perspective. Closed minds don't shift their perspective. They stay in the upper deck and they think it can't get any better than that. And they complain about being in the upper deck when in fact, all they got to do is shift their perspective and they get what they want. So I went on a little tirade there, my little soliloquy, but that is really all about, you know. Just shifting your mind and becoming open-minded and going down a new path and trying something new. So before I tell you about confidence-based learning, I just kind of started that and went off on a on a rant. I just kind of started that, <laughs> probably because I know my wife is coming back soon and I kind of want to hurry up and get this done with. But um, I'm Coach Fred Blumenberg. You can find me on any social media platform at the real uh, at the real Fred Lee. Make sure you go to my website therealfredlee.com. The way that you hear me speak to you through this podcast is exactly how I speak to you through a coaching call. It's exactly how I speak to you on Clubhouse, Twitter spaces, wherever you hear live audio, you see me on video. Bro, I'm the same person. I talk about being authentic because I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm the same person. I'm not trying to fake you out. I want to tell you where I fucked up. This entire episode is where I fucked up. I'm going to tell you, in fact, go back to all of my previous Wednesday episodes of The Dark Side of Your Authenticity. The reason why I call it The Dark Side is because it's the shit that we all try to hide. And I'm the type of person, I'm just going to put it out there. Yep, I fucked up. I used to be prideful and closed-minded. I was stupid as fuck. And my problem was I was so prideful in being right. Being right wasted so much energy. Being right is a part of being prideful. You can't stand to be wrong. The minute you're wrong, you have to confess that you're wrong. There's another block that you put in the way. Because when you want to be right all the time, there's no fucking way you want to own up to being wrong. In fact, when you know you're wrong, you try to overcorrect that wrong by trying to figure out another point where you could be right. You just waste a lot of fucking energy. Now, when you live life open-minded and you're about trial and error, you don't give a fuck about being right or wrong. It's not about being right or wrong. It's about getting to your destination. So that's really what fucks up most people and that's what fucked me up. Being right or wrong kept me from moving. Yeah, I moved inch by inch. But right now in my life since I started my entrepreneur journey in 2015, man, I've moved, (laughs) I've gone leaps and bounds and miles compared to where I did the first 37 years of my life. I'm 43, bro. I've gone leaps, bounds, and miles because I've kept my mind open and no matter where I go, I could never go wrong. And... This is the reason why now I understand why people say you have a plan A. Because on a plan A, there is no plan B, number one. Number two, on a plan A, you merely adapt to whatever happens off of that. You adapt. So when shit goes wrong, you adapt. There is no, well, if this doesn't work, I'm going to bounce off of that. There is none of that. Now, a lot of you probably can't understand that. Uh, And when I say a lot of you, I mean those of you that are closed-minded. Those of you that are still stuck on you need a plan B. Because people that go after their dreams, such as Elon Musk trying to go to space, he doesn't have a plan B. There is no, well, if SpaceX doesn't work, I'm going to, you know, SpaceX, if that doesn't work, then I'm just going to, you know, go build something else. No, there is, if that didn't get me to space, I'm going to figure out what does. If that plan doesn't work or that thing doesn't work, I'm going to adapt to something new. And that's akin to driving on the highway. And I say, yo, come out to Sandpoint, Idaho, and you come out here, but you get off on the wrong exit you just get on another exit <laughs> you still heading wherever you from you still heading my way just because you got off at the wrong exit doesn't mean that everything is falling apart we still going this way if you living in in new york and you trying to come to sample you still going west if you get off on an exit and all of a sudden you heading east you still gonna get right back on another ramp to head west it's not like you not coming that's what having a plan a is man So I want you to understand the importance of that. My problem was I needed a plan A, B, C, D through F, P, D, Q. Like, just stupid. You got all these plans based on the fact that you're not willing to commit. And that was my problem, man. So now confidence-based learning. Completely different. Listen to the verbiage. Change equals something new. Change equals something new. Something new, number one, change equals something new. Number two, something new equals challenging. You're being challenged, man. Number three, challenging equals something to conquer. You're supposed to conquer the challenges. So if right now in your life you're hitting some obstacles and, and some things that are just making you tear out your hair, you're supposed to conquer that. Not complain and run away. Not figure out how to lower the bars so you can get over this. You're supposed to conquer that. That's why when people become successful, that's why when Giannis won the, the NBA final, he's crying. He went through all the obstacles, man. The dude failed in the the conference finals last year and the year before and fighting with teammates. That's why he's crying. He finally conquered that shit. So you need to conquer it. You got to take some L's. He took L's. He took all the darts people were throwing at. You ain't good enough. You can't win in Milwaukee. He took all that. That's why when he got challenged and he finally conquered, man, number four, Conquer equals confidence. It's the main reason why people lack confidence. They haven't conquered enough shit. They haven't finished enough things. That was my issue, man. I have fake confidence. My fake confidence came from the things that I bought or the things that I, you know, earned slowly over time or things that I did in the past. I had confidence because I had a degree. <laughs> I had a degree from 2002, and I'm still trying to ride on that confidence that I have a degree from 2002 in 2014. Get the fuck out of here, man. I'm trying to to have confidence from something I did in in 12 years before. What? What? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Just dumb as fuck. Meanwhile, at that point in my life in 2015, I was fucking up. And I was overlooking my fuck-ups because I still wanted to ride high off some bullshit confidence that I accomplished years and years before that. I was too busy living in the past. When I knew I had to adjust my thinking and what I was doing. But I didn't give a fuck until finally I lost my job in 2015, October 7th of 2015, when I resigned from uh, School District 54 in Schomburg, Illinois. When I said, fuck this, I can't do this shit anymore. I'm fucking up. That's literally what I said to myself in the parking lot. I said, I'm fucking up. I can't continue getting a new job, making more money. Then I either get tired of this job or not necessarily get fired because I didn't get fired from jobs. I would just quit the job and go to another job making more money. That's all I was doing. I was job hopping, making a little more money, but it wasn't like I was making more money because I could barely keep up with inflation. So all I was doing was going to another job, making a little bit of more money, going to another job, making a little bit more money, fucking off, and it wasn't working and when I finally lost my job on October 7th of 2015, under extenuating circumstances, I'm not going to go into the details. But the point is, at that point, I reached a fork in the road where I said, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't do that. I can't just go get another job just to get back here. I can't. I can't, man. I can't. I'm done with that. I can always go get another job. I got to do something different. And that's when I sat there in the parking lot and started asking myself some serious questions. Yo, man. Yo, are you a good dad? Are you a good husband? Uh, Do you really want to work at this 9-to-5 job like this for the rest of your life? Do you really want to work in the school district? Do you want to become an entrepreneur? And I just kept it basic, black and white, yes or no. Those are my answers to myself. I didn't bullshit myself. I didn't be like, oh, well, maybe, or it was this person's fault. I just said yes or no. No bullshit. I'm not going to bullshit myself. I started over with myself with a clean slate. No bullshit. It was very, very black and white. And once I was clear that I wanted to become an entrepreneur making multi-millions of dollars, I had a clear path of where I wanted to go. That was my plan A. I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do, but I knew that that's where I wanted to go. And a lot of you know where you want to go. But you're so afraid that you don't know what you want to do that you don't even pursue into that direction. So all I did was I said, all right, I need to listen to these podcasts by these multimillionaires that are already entrepreneurs because they're already successful. I need to listen to what they do and listen to how they talk. Because to be a champion, you got to talk and act like a champion. You can't be a loser trying to act like a champion. In other words, you can't be talking about I'm just here for the journey. Champions don't talk like that. Champions use words like finish, conquer, uh, win, you know, winning is everything. Like you have to have that verbiage. I'll give you an example. Managers and employees don't talk the same. Managers are trying to make sure that employees are on time, being productive, doing their work. Employees are talking about dollars per hour and when they're going to get off. Owners don't think like any of them. Owners are like profit margins, profit margins. Uh, you know, turnover ratio, uh, you know, what's the business going to, how the business is going to grow in 10 years. Like each like platform has a different verbiage. And if you don't understand that, that, that whole thing is already got you fucked up. This is the reason why employees have a hard time when they have to go to work because owners have a different agenda. You can say all oh, you want, the owners are working out to death. and Okay. Okay. And like they're in it for a different agenda, bro. And if you don't understand that's how the game is played, you're going to get fucked. And that was me. So when I finally decided to change my mindset from fear-based learning to confidence-based learning, one book changed everything. One book. The book was by Grant Cardone. It was called The 10X Rule. Grant Cardone, The 10X Rule. That book lit me on fire and it made a whole lot of sense. The book basically says you need to do 10 times more work than you're doing right now just to break through the noise and to become relevant. You need to do 10 times more work than you're doing right now to break through the noise and become relevant. And stop being scared. So 10X made me like, okay, I understand 10X. And then he was talking about, um, um, uh, oh, this is a quote that I, I'll never forget. I use it all the time. Commit first, figure the rest out later. That helped me just do things. Commit first, figure the rest out later. That quote sticks with me for the rest of my life. It literally helped me trigger to do things without thought. What do I mean by that? Too many people get bogged down with details, research, thinking, hoping, praying, trying to figure everything out first. And then they'll commit. I was one of those people. Let me figure that out. Let me sit here and get all the details. <laughs> You'll never know everything. It'd be like me trying to tell a person that's never had a child. Trying to give them all the information. Like right now before they had a child. And, and and them thinking they're prepared. You ain't prepared. You gotta have that kid yourself and go through that shit man. And nothing I tell you is gonna help you until you go through it. So you literally have to have the kid. Before any of this makes sense, it's not gonna make sense. It makes no sense to have a child when you know you're going to lose sleep, and that motherfucker gonna eat up all your money, all your food, all your everything, and you gonna go through life haggard, tired. You know, get the, you know, you gonna get yourself a little pudge because you gonna put on weight. You gonna, you know, not have the same good clothes. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you an example. I love my. I have a friend. Her name is Anna. I love her, man her and I used to work in, sc- in the school district and I remember she used to always come in. we were parents and she would come in and, and I would always microwave my food like I would always come in with TV dinner you know I'm fucking tired man I'm a dad of two kids at the time and, and she would come in with her meal but she would never microwave it she's like I would never microwave my food it's gotta be put in the oven or, or else I said that shit'll change when you have kids the, I, I'll still put it in the oven okay Then next, he said, I'll never have kids. Okay. She was young. I'll never have kids. I'll never microwave. What do you think she's doing now? She has two kids. She microwaves food. Why? Because sanity takes over. Sanity takes over. You're going to have to give up something. What's the purpose in that entire conversation? The purpose is you don't know until you actually do something. You can have all the preconceived notions all you want. You actually got to commit to the motherfucking shit first before you can actually proceed forward. So all of that that you say you're going to do, guess what all falls apart when you finally get into the thick of things. So that was my problem is I wasn't committed to shit. So once I and commitment is easy. Commitment just means you made a promise to yourself. You made a promise to yourself that you're going to see yourself all the way through to the finish line. through the good, bad and ugly. And that was my problem. I would start and I'd go through the good. But as soon as it got bad and ugly, nah, I'm out of that shit. I'm no longer committed. And that was my problem. I, I quote unquote knew all the information and researched it all. And as soon as I went through good. Yeah, we good. And the first minute a problem happened and the bad and the ugly. Nah, we get not that shit. And then what would I say? Man, I got it. Today. It ain't worth it, y'all. It's a scam. Not everything is a fucking scam. Like if you're literally presented with a business opportunity and you have the op- opportunity to double your income somehow, some way, and you think it's a scam, that's broke people thinking. That's what's already got you stuck. So you got to shift your mindset, bro. And it wasn't until I shifted my mindset to thinking like an owner, thinking like a multimillionaire, thinking like someone that owns a business until I started making my shit happen. And this is stuff you got to develop over years, man. So now I'm going to take you all the way back. This is the reason why I started the brand of about Be Authentic because I saw too many people that were trying to act like they just started a business and they became multimillionaires overnight. And that's why I started saying this shit is like parenting, bro. Being an entrepreneur is like a parent. You never have sleep. It's not like you ever get good sleep. It's not fucking possible. You're constantly tearing your hair out, constantly asking yourself, why the fuck did I do this? This is the dumbest thing I ever fucking did in my life. You have no time and you feel crazy all the time. But just like parenting, you have magical moments that you do it for when your kids say I love you or they call you daddy or mommy or they legit come up and hug you and tell you how special you are. And it's these little special moments you get to see them in sports or they graduate or whatever that you wait for, man. And it's the same thing in business when you finally make your money and things are clicking and, and, and things are moving in the direction you want. Those are the moments you work for. So the why, you have to have an established why of why you're doing it. Now, I don't want to get off track. Fear-based learning, confidence-based learning. You have to determine which one dominates your life, man. If you don't, well, I'm going to tell you right now, the government and the public has already promoted fear-based learning to you. The only way you can get to confidence-based learning is literally by shifting your thought process. Shift it, man. It's a game. you either watching the game from the 300 level or you're going to watch it from behind the dugout. Same game. We all play in the same game. It's just where you gonna watch it from? You get what I'm saying? Some people can be on the field. Like where do you want to be? I want you to shift your mindset from fear-based learning. Change equals risk. Risk equals scary. Scary equals fear. Fear equals insecurity. I want you to change it from that to confidence-based learning. Change equals new. New equals challenging. Challenging equals you're supposed to conquer it. And once you conquer it, It equals your confidence. I'm going to now reprogram your mindset to attain your own confidence. Listen to what I said. Your own confidence. Not worldly confidence. Not my confidence. Not confidence from somebody else. Yours. The more things you conquer, the more you believe in yourself. And literally conquer just means you finish something, bro. Finish shit. From now on, I want you to learn how to commit first. You'll figure the rest out later. You'll figure it out as you go along. When I had Trey in 2008, I committed to being a dad. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Then I had three more kids. I still feel like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But I'm committed first. And I figured it out as I've gone along. And it's been the same as an entrepreneur. I made a commitment in 2015 in that parking lot in Illinois, in Schaumburg, Illinois. I said, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I made a commitment. And here I am today. I coach online. So I want you to understand you got to commit first, figure the rest out later, and go with confidence based learning, man. I told you all my fuck ups. I'm authentic. I'm going to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. It's your boy, Coach Fred, coming at you on my uh, show, The Dark Side of Your Authenticity, every single Wednesday. We're dropping this episode, guys. You know I love you. Subscribe to the podcast. Make sure that you share it, comment on it, leave a review. I love you. Be blessed. I will see you on the other side. Subscribe and share.